want you to know that these limiting beliefs, with some work within yourself, can open your life up to incredible possibilities. And my friends, it takes incredible bravery to face these beliefs. What does it mean to you to live your best and bravest life? Does it mean being strong and forthright? Do you think of bravery as a woman or a man in uniform wearing stars or medals? Or does it mean being vulnerable, honest and courageous in all that you do? It is my mission in life to help you feel brave and empowered to live as your authentic self. So join me in these inspirational conversations filled with tips and tricks to help you live your best and bravest life. I'm Tiffany Johnson, author of the best-selling book, Brave Enough Now, founder of When We Are Brave, and this, my friends, is the When We Are Brave podcast. Welcome to the When We Are Brave podcast. I am so excited that you are here with me today. On today's episode, we have got something a little bit different. We've done this a few times now. It's just me on the show with you because there's lots of things that I really want to share with you. And I've been doing a lot of soul searching this year. I've really been digging deep into letting go certain things in my life, moving forward in certain areas and working on myself so that I can better serve you. Because when I really dig deep into my soul and I listen to my intuition and I sit quietly, even now if I close my eyes, I know in my heart of hearts that I have been left on this earth to be here to help you. And it is my gift and my joy and a blessing to be able to do that for you. So through all of the learnings of this year, and let's face it, we have all had a lot of learnings this year in many, many different areas. I have really been digging deep on this one particular area, which is my own limiting beliefs. We hear a lot about limiting beliefs all around the place. We hear people talk about them. People are filled with doubt, worry, uncertainty. So much uncertainty this year. But what I wanted to do was really connect and talk to you about what limiting beliefs are and some actionable tools to help you overcome these limiting beliefs. So, what is a limiting belief? A limiting belief is something we believe to be true as opposed to something we know to be true. These are two very, very, very different things. We know to be true that... There is a sky. We know to be true that we breathe air. We know to be true that when it rains and there is sunshine, that the grass will grow. We know this to be true. But what we believe to be true is something very, very different. 
Often what we believe to be true about ourselves has been imprinted on us. It's something that anyone could have said to you. It could be something that a teacher said to you when you were younger. It could be a kid in the playground. It could be your parents, a brother or a sister, anyone. It could be the lady at the shop that you bought a lolly from. It could be anyone. And these things that people say to us, they then stick in our subconscious mind. And what happens then is that we interpret these things that someone said to us into a way in which it doesn't serve us, hence it being a limiting belief. Let me give you an example. When I was really little, I think like three or four, it was before my little brother was born, six, nearly seven years between us, I went to a ballet class. Now, I thought that I was the princess of the princesses at this ballet class. I had these little soft pink, ballet pink slippers that I wore, those little jiffy slippers. I remember buying them. Oh, it was so exciting. And I had like the the whole little skirt and the, the leotard, the whole thing. And I remember at the end of the class, I went frolicking across the hall where the ballet class was held, which was a church hall, and it was behind the bank in the town that I grew up in. And it was really cold in there. I remember being freezing. My mum was waiting for me, and as she saw me frolicking across the hall, she was giggling to her heart's content. And she said to me something along the lines of, I'm not so sure about being a ballerina but definitely, or maybe a baby elephant. But there was some reference to a baby elephant. This I remember very, very clearly. And she was laughing and she scooped me up in her arms and she gave me the biggest cuddle. She thought that this was the sweetest, most beautiful thing she'd ever seen. But to me, I interpreted that as, I am never going to be a ballerina. I'm wasting my time. I'm not graceful like a ballerina. I'm like an elephant, stomping around, making a lot of noise, not very ballerina-like. The next week, when it was time for me to go to class, I told my mother I didn't want to go to ballet anymore. It wasn't that I didn't like ballet. In fact, I'd loved it. But I didn't want to be a baby elephant. And I thought I was no good at it. And I thought that I couldn't dance. Turns out... As I have got older and am an adult now, I do adult tap dancing classes, which is kind of funny because tap is very different to ballet. And it is a little bit of stomping because you need to make a lot of noise with your shoes. However, I'm really good at it and I can dance and I do have very good rhythm. So as soon as COVID's over, I'll be back in that studio tapping my heart out. But my whole life, I thought that I wasn't graceful like a ballerina, because of this one thing that my mother said, which she thought was beautiful and sweet and loving and gorgeous little girl who she just thought was divine, but I didn't see it that way. And so this is how these things that people say to us at any point in our life, even if they haven't meant it in a way that you have taken, such as my example I've just given, it could be anyone anyone at all that has said something to you that you've taken in a way that then stops you from doing something in your life that you otherwise may 
or may not have done, but it limits you and you believe it to be true. It can lead to self-doubt and that self-doubt will not leave your mind until you find out where it came from. Where did that self-doubt come from? And when you work that out, you're able to start to change it. Yes, my friends, you can change these limiting beliefs. It's tricky, but it can be done. Ruth Logan, in the book Limiting Beliefs, Seven Ways to Stop Limiting Beliefs in Seven Days. That's very tricky. It's a big promise, but it's okay. quick read. She says, limiting beliefs are about your perception of yourself, who you are as a person, and what you are capable of accomplishing. That's exactly what they are. I want you to know that these limiting beliefs, with some work within yourself, can open your life up to incredible possibilities. And my friends, it takes incredible bravery to face these beliefs. It's almost like facing your own fears. Sometimes fear is actually a big driver. We're going to get to that in a little bit later. Identifying these limiting beliefs about yourself can also be tricky. I don't have any limiting beliefs about myself, you might be thinking, or you might be thinking, oh my goodness, I've got so many. Well, let me tell you how you can identify them. It all starts in your mind. All of these words and things that we say to ourselves, these are our limiting beliefs. It also crosses over to imposter syndrome. We talked a lot about that with Sarah Turner in one of the earlier episodes on the When We Are Brave podcast. And if you want to hear more about imposter syndrome, you can go back and listen to that one. It's a great episode. So certain things that we can say to ourselves will indicate to you whether or not this is something that you know to be true or whether you believe it to be true. Let me give you an example. I am or I am not. I am a fantastic cook. This I know to be true. I was given the gift of cooking from my beautiful grandmother who I miss every day. And I have incredibly strong and sharp memories of being a very, very little girl cooking in the kitchen with her and her teaching me how to knead dough. She used to make special little ice cream containers of flour and water just for me so that she could teach me to knead or she'd be baking away in the kitchen. She taught me how to taste for things, how to get your quantities right, which types of ingredients worked with which things. She was an amazing, amazing cook. And I was given that gift of those early years where we would spend hours together in the kitchen and I just loved it and I still love cooking to this day. Yes, sometimes I burn things. This is true. Sometimes if I'm not in the right headspace, cooking doesn't work. I've got to be in a good headspace, but pretty much I can make a meal out of most things. I do love to be a surprise chef, whipping up something, who knows what, out of whatever's in the cupboard. It's one of my favorite things to do and I love to feed people. I get so much joy out of people enjoying the food that I cook. I know this to be true because I see the pleasure on other people's faces. 
I am not a baby elephant. I am not a baby elephant, but I am not, I'm not very good with my times tables. I believe this to be true. This is limiting belief. I could be, if I put some more time and effort into it, I actually could be really good at my times tables. It wasn't something I was very good at at school. But if, if I tried really hard and I practiced and I practiced and I practiced, yes, I would nail it just like other people who have nailed it. This is a limiting belief of mine that I need to work on, or I'll just use a calculator. I'm lazy. But (laughs) do you see what I'm saying? Do you get where I'm going with this? What you know to be true and what you believe to be true. Okay, so what are some other things that you might say to yourself? I can't. I'm no good at that. They're better at it than me. Comparison is also another enemy of your limiting beliefs. I'll get them to do it. I'm not going to try it. I'm no good at that. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, what if this happens? Oh, no. Oh, what if? The what ifs. The what ifs. And then there is another arched enemy of our own limiting beliefs. And that is expectation to be perfect, to be what you think you should be or what you think others should think of you or what they think you should be. The expectations that you put on yourself, the expectations that other people may put on you as well. Also when you put expectations on others, but that's a whole nother episode. We're not going to talk about that today. We are talking about our own limiting beliefs. There is no such thing as perfect people. Not even Mary Poppins is perfect. She's only practically perfect in every way. And even then, she still has many faults. We all have faults. But when we can acknowledge these things in our life, it really is incredibly liberating. And I am here to tell you that no matter what you think or what you believe to be true about yourself, And in terms of a negative way, it often isn't true. In fact, generally, it's not true. Things that you tell yourself like, I mustn't, or rules that you think you need to apply to. Yes, there are, of course, there are all rules that we need to apply to in life. Like at the moment in Victoria, we still need to wear masks. That's the rules. We all have to do that when we go out. That's not negotiable. But I, I mean more in terms of who you are. I mustn't behave this way. I'm a good girl. I don't do that sort of thing. What would people think of me if I did that? I have a saying that I have used for many, many years and sometimes it's not always a great thing to say and sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not true. But when it comes to things about myself, and my own beliefs, it, I hold on to this saying, and I'm going to give it to you. It's my little gift. I don't care what you say. Don't care what others say. I don't care what you say. I care what people say in terms of my family, my friends, people I love. And I care about what people say for us to communicate and work together as a whole within the world. But when it comes to about me and who I am, and what I love about myself 
And when I know in my heart of hearts that something is right and my intuition is telling me something, well, then I don't care what you say. I don't care what anyone says. It also could slightly go into the stubbornness. But my point is that when you listen to within yourself and you don't care about judgment, expectations, what other people are going to think about you, because who you are is so incredibly important on this earth. And we all are here for a reason and for a purpose. And even if you feel that you have never, ever found those things, reasons or purposes you will it will come and I'm here now with you telling you how incredibly important you are let's talk about some exercises that can help you remove some of this negative self-talk that we all have in our minds even today when I was about to do this podcast I was like am I the right person to do this I'm not a counselor I'm not a coach I'm happy to mentor people I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a doctor, but what I am is a podcast host and an author and I have had a wealth of life experience, different to many, similar to many, but through all of that life experience, I have learnt so much, so, so much and just like how my grandmother had taught me how to cook and had taught me all of her life skills in the area of cookery, I want to share with you what I've learned too. So these are some of the things that have helped me remove these limiting beliefs, to know that I'm not a baby elephant and to listen to my intuition and believe in who I am. The first thing you need to do is pay attention. If you went a whole week and really, or even if you went a whole day and really, really paid attention to what that voice in your head says to you, you may be surprised when you think about what you want to do next. Will they like it? Oh, I'm not so sure. The uncertainty, the self-doubt, the fear, the expectations. I'm not perfect. I'm not good enough. I can't do that. I'm not sure. I know you know what I'm saying. We've all been there. We've all felt that. What I'd love for you to do, or you can do it if you want to do it, you don't have to do it, but this is just some tips on ways that you can overcome, move through, move forward in your limiting beliefs. Pay attention to your self-talk. Write down in a journal, in a scrapbook, in your phone, wherever it's easy and convenient, every single time you say to yourself, I can't, I don't, I won't, I mustn't, I shouldn't, I'm not sure, there's fear, there's uncertainty, there's anxiety around that thing that you're talking to yourself about. Could be anything. Could be about what to make for dinner. Could be about how you get to work. Could be about what to wear that day. Could be about what mascara to wear. It could be about phone call you want to make. I don't know. It could be anything. But pay attention to what you're telling yourself in your mind. Some people, when I talk about these things, they get confused when I talk about that voice in your head and intuition. Some people hear voices in their head for their intuition, but what the difference is between intuition and this negative self-talk that we have in our minds is the feeling, the feeling that goes with it. Your intuition can talk to you in so many different ways. It can give you a sense within yourself, a good feeling, a bad feeling, I'm not sure feeling. It's all about connecting to the feeling 
It's about that knowing within yourself. And it's a knowing. It's not a belief. I think I might. I'm not sure. It's an absolute 100% knowing. The day before my mother got diagnosed with breast cancer, I knew in my soul that something bad was coming. I felt it. I physically felt unwell. It wasn't that I felt sick from being unwell. I I emotionally felt not right. And when the phone call came the next morning, the feeling went away. I knew in my soul that something was wrong. I just didn't know what it was. Exactly the same day as the day I went canyoning. It was exactly the same feeling. Exactly the same feeling when I went to get on the plane to go overseas in the first place. It was not a good feeling. A feeling of foreboding. A feeling of something bad is about to happen. So your intuition can talk to you for good things and bad things. It's like a warning signal. It's that mother's intuition. They talk a lot about mother's gut instinct or your gut instinct. Something that you know within yourself. You can't quite explain it, but you just know it. This is very, very, very different to that voice in your head that tells you, I can't, I won't, I shouldn't, I mustn't, I'm not sure, and all those other things that I mentioned before. You'll be able to recognize the differences. There's a feeling of a knowing with your intuition, and then it's more of a self-doubt. It's an uncertainty in your mind that talks to you. So every time that you tell yourself something in your mind about, I'm not sure, I don't know, I'm not sure, whatever it is, whatever you're thinking, write it down. And then at the end of the day or the end of the week, have a look and see just how many times you've spoken like that to yourself. Okay, so we've done that and now we're going to unravel things a little bit more. Once you've looked at these words you're telling yourself, practical action that you can take is to use switch words. Oh, oh man, I love switch words. They are awesome. So helpful. What if you told yourself you can instead of I can't? What would happen in your life? What if you were brave enough? Because this show is all about being brave in our life and there are so many ways we can be brave. And this, my beautiful, beautiful friends, is one of the ways in which you can take a leap. What if you told yourself I can? Oh, it's powerful stuff. I can, I can make this decision. I can have this goal. I can apply for the job. I can go out on a date. I can, I can. Finding a switch word is, oh, it's like a little gift, a gift of joy that you can find hard to do again, my friends. None of this work is easy. So, Say, for example, that you didn't like something and you thought you weren't good enough to, let's say an example, you weren't good enough to go for the job. You wanted a new job and you saw a new job advertised and you looked at it and you thought, yes, that's my dream job. Oh, but I'm not good enough. Okay, so instead of saying I'm not good enough, I am good enough. And then have your word of I am and then list all the ways in which you are because you are. 
You really, really are. If you look at a job and you think, oh, yes, that's your intuition talking to you. That's the knowing. This would be amazing. It's what I've always wanted. Oh, but I'm not sure the fear creeps in. I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And I am here to tell you that you are. And that if I can do the things in my life that I've done, if I can start a podcast, you can go for the job. And then you can use the next gift that I gave you was the, I don't care what they say. If you're thinking, oh, what would people say if I went for that job? What would they think if I got that job? Oh, I'm not sure. Own it. Go for it. Embrace it. Fill yourself with positivity. Feel gratitude for the opportunity that's in front of you. I know this stuff sounds really easy, but when you're facing it, you're sitting in it, you're living it, you're breathing it, this stuff is hard. Switching from I'm not sure and I'm not good enough to I am good enough and I am going for it. I can and I will. These are powerful, powerful words and they can make an incredible difference. What happens when you start talking to yourself in a positive mindset is that your subconscious, it doesn't understand the difference between what's happening and what's not really happening. You just need to tell it. You just need to tell your subconscious that I am good enough and it will believe that you are good enough. This is how we start to shift the limiting beliefs. We shift the limiting beliefs so that we can move forward in our life. We don't want to be held back. Life is too precious. And I know, I know how precious life is. It can be taken away from you in the blink of an eye. So we have a choice to make, don't we? We can either keep moving forward, telling ourselves the same old, same old. Or we can look at ourselves, really look at ourselves Imagine what your life would look like if you were brave and if you started to unlock these limiting beliefs. I know what it's done for me. I have faced things in my life that I really did not think could change. I'll give you an example. This year in July, on the 27th of July, It's the date of the anniversary of the Swiss Canyoning disaster. Now, I'd been doing a lot of work on my limiting beliefs. I'd done a lot of work on, and I'm sure that I will be doing work on, on this part of my life for the rest of my life because when you go through stuff, you just got to keep working on it, don't you? It just is never ending and it's always new and exciting when you unlock and unravel things. And so... The 27th of July was approaching and normally I'm very anxious, I'm a bit moody, I'm not really pleasant to be around and this year was completely different and there were lots of reasons why it was so different. It was different because I went back to Switzerland last year and I had done a lot of healing but it was also different because I'd started to work a lot on my limiting beliefs about who I was, why I was left And that work that I did completely changed my outlook. If I can do this work, I know that you can do this work. And I know it sounds hard and it might be confronting or you think it's a load of hoo-ha, but it's not. So 
journaling can help. Finding a mentor can help. Seeing a psychologist, seeing a counsellor, reading a book on limiting beliefs. There are so many resources available online. Or if you'd even like to work with me, I would love to mentor you. You can always contact me on my website, tiffanyjohnson.com.au. But don't forget as well that I've got my new website up and running. Oh, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. I'm so excited. Whenwearebrave.com. Ah, it's so much easier to remember, isn't it? Whenwearebrave.com. There's all sorts of stuff on there. There's links to the podcast on there. You can connect with me, work with me. There's all sorts of different bits and pieces. There's a free ebook on self-care strategies because that, my friends, is another area that we're going to talk about in a few weeks' time. I've also got my beautiful essential oils on there. Now, these are not going to get rid of your limiting beliefs, my friends, but they're certainly going to give you the courage and the self-love and the upliftment that you need to work on them. They're all these beautiful tools that all work together to help us to live our best and bravest life. I know this sounds really hard. I know it sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Journaling can be an incredible tool to help you move through this area in your life. I have journaled my whole life. I have books and books and books of journals and I love them and I keep them all. And when I read back on them sometimes, oh my goodness, they're hilarious. And other times they make me cry. And other times I just feel so much gratitude for the opportunities that have been put in front of me. I've also got meditations on the website that I've had beautiful reviews from people who are loving listening to these meditations. So if any of these things you think could help you, oh, then my friends, that is a gift. And I'm so excited to be on this journey of being brave with you, of letting go of your limiting beliefs. We're going to talk more about limiting beliefs at the Festival of Brave. Yes, that is right. Drum roll. Oh, I love doing my drum roll. You know, I should get my husband to do a drum roll for me. He's a drummer. He's very, very good. Anyway, I might do that today. The Festival of Brave. We're going to talk about limiting beliefs with the gorgeous Sarah Turner. I mentioned her before. She is amazing former naval officer for the Australian Armed Forces. She was in a submarine in the Gulf War. Oh, she's amazing. And we're going to have a live Q&A with her. We're also going to have Annie from Lego Masters 2020. That was this year. Gorgeous Annie, who's a tea leaf reader, eighth generation Tassiomancist. And she's going to share with us some tea leaf reading on the Festival of Brave. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I love Annie. I love Sarah too. And then we've also got yoga. This is so exciting. Kylie Rogers, who I met on a radio interview with Good Health Radio, fabulous interview. Love that radio station. Go and listen to it. I fell in love with Kylie. She was just so divine. Turns out she's a yoga teacher and I was so excited. I really wanted to incorporate some movement of bravery and resilience and letting go of limiting beliefs through our body. We hold on to a lot in our cellular memory in our body. And so to move our body, get the energy flowing is such a great tool. So that's going to also be happening at the Festival of Brave. Tickets are on sale now, my friends. Tickets are on sale at whenwearebrave.com. There is a page at the top that says the Festival of Brave. 
they're only $35. It's a half day workshop online anywhere in the world that you are. You can join in. There's VIP options as well if you want to receive some little bits and pieces in the post before the festival. It is on Saturday, the 21st of November from 9am to 12. It is a beautiful morning that we can all share together. Tickets are limited and they will be going up in November, which is coming up very soon in like a week or something. So make sure that you go online and grab your tickets today because this is going to sell out. I'm absolutely sure of it. If you have loved today's show, come to the Festival of Brave. You're going to absolutely love it. Love, love, love it. Subscribe. You know where we are. We're all on podcasting platforms across the globe. Please share it with your friends and family. If you think that this could help someone move forward in their life, let go of their limiting beliefs and start on their journey or keep going on their journey towards their best and bravest self, then please, please share this with them. The more people that I can help, thank you so much for giving me that opportunity. And so, my friends, until next time, be brave and live your best and bravest life.